This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We know what we think. What do you think? Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, rolling along here. Warm-up show with CeeLo and Flegelman. We take it to the top of the hour. Jerry and Sal in for Boomer and Geo. Then... So we've covered the baseball locals, the on-field stuff from last night. You also had this scary situation with the uh, the cameraman at Yankee Stadium last night uh, working for, yes, Pete Stendel, who take, takes the throw from Gunnar Henderson, the wild throw, and no way for him to see it. He's looking through his camera. Next thing you know, bang, right off the head slash the face. And I, I didn't really see on any of the replays, but apparently the guys that were down field level said like the initial reaction of, I guess, him and his body was pretty scary. It's like a 17-minute delay, and he had to get stretched off the field. But at least on his way out, he's giving you the peace sign and the what is that? Hang loose? Like is, hang that loose they, yeah. is that what they? Yeah, that cowabunga? Whatever. He was yeah. giving you all kinds of different hand gestures. So uh, good enough to do that. And I did see that uh, you know, they took him to the hospital for tests, and it sounded like everything was stable. So hopefully, all is going to go well there. But was moved by the the reaction and like the outpouring of support not that i mean any not that anyone wouldn't support somebody in that situation but this sounds like this is a, a gentleman that's had quite the impact and the effect as far as knowing people around the league so he also does home games for SNY sounds like he does some studio work i think for CBS Sports Network as well um so you had i mean certainly the Yankee players after the game the Orioles Buck Showalter opened his press conference in Arizona after a huge win for his team, you know, in another time zone in the wee hours of the morning for us here on the East Coast, mentioning this guy. Uh, I know Michael Kay immediately had big things to say about him. So it sounds like this guy's had quite the impact uh, in the time he spends around the game of baseball. Yeah, well, you said it making an impact. And clearly the people that work both, you know, with Yes and SNY and all around wherever he is working a lot of ba- events, it sounds like based in you know, New York. You know, they have personal relationships with him. He seems like a good guy, I'm sure. Part of the reaction was shock because however many games, I'm sure we'll find out afterwards that he's done in that same spot. Yeah. A a ball doesn't end up there. You know, maybe even if it does, it's on a foul ball and you might have somehow more, just maybe more presence of mind to think, all right, when... There's a batter at the plate. The ball might be coming this way. I mean, a shortstop, and it was such a bad throw, like just horrible. And good thing that they took every precaution. That you know, better safe than sorry. They got him out of there. Awesome to see the two hand gestures afterwards. Looks like he's going to be all right. But yeah, it is always you know moving to see how everybody connected with the Yankees and then Buck with the Mets. Like I didn't know about it at first until because I woke up want to watch the Mets spoiler free. So I watch it and then I fast forward right to Buck's post game. And when he mentions it, I'm like, what is he talking about? Then I go back online and watch videos uh, from the Yankees game and then seeing everything on Twitter, realizing what happened. And my first thought is, wow, like how, how much of an impact and, you know, daily, what I'm sure, you know, conversations every single day when 
Bucks down on the field before batting practice uh, or during batting practice. They're right there and just making those kind of connections with managers, the coaching staff, players, just everybody around the game. And it's always nice to see when everybody has positive things to say about somebody. Because I'm, I'm always of the belief if there weren't positive things to say, they would say nothing. I, I don't exactly. believe that there, there's this outpouring of love and affection and Bucks starting the press conference with it if he didn't care. That shows you that Pete Stendel makes that kind of real impact in these guys' lives. Yeah, I don't think it really would have been on their radar outside of like Gunnar Henderson. I'll feel bad for the guy. You know, what else can he say? But uh, yeah, I mean, members of the Yankees beat. I know Visibly Jer- shaken up by it. Justin yeah. Shackle chiming in right, right. away. Like, and also giving credit to Yankees they know training staff. And they care that, about yeah, jumped in right away. So uh obviously he had uh, plenty of support and attention there. And again, it seems like all is all is well. So uh hopefully that'll be the case for him long term. You mentioned it being a god awful throw from Gunnar Henderson. Believe it or not, probably not the worst throw I saw in Major League Baseball last night. I know I know you were maybe didn't catch all the highlights yet. Did you see how the Marlins Cardinals game ended last night? A walk off for the Marlins? What's the guy? Uh, I forget his first name. Is it um, is it Jordan Hicks on the Cardinals, yeah, yeah, yeah. the pitcher who's the a reliever flame- who throws yeah. like 103, right. but he doesn't know where it's going. <laughs> right. Well, he didn't throw this one 103, but didn't know where it was going either. You know, comebacker to him, double clutches, and when I say airmails the throw, it wasn't even close on a ball that you know he probably could have like I'm not gonna say walked over to first base. But it was just, it was so, honestly, it reminded me, remember when Chuck Knobloch had the yips thrown at first base with the Yankees? Right. And not the only guy, but uh, it looked like that. So I don't know if he has a situation, but it all the way down the right field line, runners were you moving. You could even go with a, a Cardinals example. Now this was throwing towards the plate and not a base, but Rick Ankeel. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Forgotten about that. So and I met, mean, I met feel, legend, Rick Ankeel. <laughs> I felt bad for him, but uh, the Marlins were all kinds of, all sorts of excited walking it off there against the Cardinals. The last one thing night, I so. did see last night from all the baseball action, because have trying to catch up on as much as I could. Yeah. You know, I do. I pull the Eddie sleep from 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. because that's the only way to function while you're doing this yes. shift. The Ellie De La Cruz situation with yeah. the Nationals and his response to it in the following at bat. If you miss it, Ellie De La Cruz, you know, the, the umpires are checking his bat for something. And I think it was called by the Nationals dugout. Davey Martinez asked the umps to check it. And honestly, they didn't know what MLB's ruling was it essentially. It was this like a plastic, maybe soft plastic cap that was going on the bottom, like the knob of the bat for a sensor, I guess, that they used to track some stuff. And they tried to get in touch with MLB to find out if it was legal or not and there was they didn't want to delay the game so they had him remove it later on he was able to put it back on and then that's when he hits the home run yeah well that's what this i guess sensor does is allow him to hit 455 (laughs) foot bombs and then ellie de la cruz just incredible right after it so he turns back like we joked about francisco alvarez after his uh home run when it clears the wall between first and second he's running backwards to cheer uh, and celebrate, point to the dugout. Yeah, Ellie De La Cruz, after hitting this ball, <laughs> launching it, turns around and points, at, looks at the umpire and points to the bat. Yeah, you and now suddenly like, you want to check this, <laughs> then flips it up and runs around the bases. That was awesome. Then of course, Davey Martinez complains about it yes. after the game. Listen, if you're gonna pull something like that and check the kid's bat, this incredible dynamic player who we're all having a blast watching, then you got to eat it when. He celebrates and shoves it right back in your face. This I the, love seeing that for De La Cruz, Alvarez, yeah. the new generation of baseball. Give me that showmanship. That's something baseball needs. It's not rude. It's not derog- It's nothing. It's they're celebrating themselves, and if you come at them, they're going to send it right back to you. 
This was the quote from uh, Martinez afterwards. He did start with, I'm not trying to penalize this kid. I'm not. I love the way he plays the game. And this is the part you're referencing, though. I didn't like his antics after he hit the home run. We can do without that. He's only got two weeks in the big leagues, but he's going to be a good player. Yeah, his so basically antics. Telling him uh, he's got two weeks in the big leagues, and he's down, better yeah. than anybody that plays for your franchise. Yep, three for six last night. He's hitting 318. he He's got uh, four home runs, 14 RBIs, 11 stolen bases in 26 games. So he's done quite a bit. He's one of those guys that's got all the tools. I mean, it's especially the the Reds. I think it was the Reds put out sort of the the side angle zoom in of the home run and you hear the ball off the bat and then just seeing the reaction from him, that was where they had the close up of him basically turning it. Imagine how that must feel, right? I mean, I know these guys know when they get one, but, but like, you're going up, after they check the bat, he's going up. He wants to hit the yeah. ball 455 oh, right. feet. Well, that probably, yeah, trying to do it, then executing that, and then basically not even watching the flight of the ball after maybe, I don't know, a right. second. Right, knowing you hit it so well that, I'm like, just turn that ball's it not going even, a mile. Yeah, I don't I'm even have to watch. I'm going to turn my yeah. back to the play <laughs> and point at my bat to show up the umpires, but really a message to the Nationals dugout. Yeah, I, I would I would say so. So he he definitely had the last laugh there, but uh, that was kind of interesting to see. The other thing before we get to our – I'll squeeze this in quickly here because we're going to run out of time quickly – I'm not, and I guess we'll have to wait and see how it all comes together, and I guess they're going to reveal more of the details um, coming up uh, uh, this weekend with this NBA in-season tournament. I don't quite understand how it all is going to work, but they, I guess, announced or it got got out to Woj that the final four of said tournament is going to be in Las Vegas on December 7th. I mean, everything seems to be in Vegas now. That is that is like the epicenter of all the big-time sporting events. But I'm unclear. Like, are we getting a... Like, are these games going to count as part of the 82? Now they're saying the stats are going to count for the regular season, but not for the championship game. So that leads me to believe that the games leading up to the championship game are going to be part of the regular season schedule, no? Well, because up to a certain point, every team's going to play the same number Even, of games yeah. before then you get to the knockout round. Listen, the whole thing to me is weird. Like, I'm a basketball fan. I'm a Knicks fan. I want the Knicks to win their first NBA championship in my lifetime. What we're not going to do, and I hate because you know it'll happen, and whichever team wins, the fans are going to celebrate and try to have fun. If the Knicks ever win this thing, I do not care. It does not matter. <laughs> right, right. It is not real. We're not. They're not going down the Canyon of Heroes because they won the NBA in-season tournament, and on they when they fly back to New York on December 11th or 12th. We're celebrating them like they're champions. Meanwhile, they're 500 in the midst of a season that is going who knows where. I, I This in-season in tournament is a joke. I want no part of it. I don't care about it. And I already know it's going to bother me when we have people calling up in December and when we start covering it, maybe not us at the radio station, but in New York in general, like it's something that actually matters. It does not. There's one champion in each sport at the end of the season, the I, real season. I haven't one. looked into all the details. I imagine this is about putting more money, not of course only in is. the league's pocket, but the players' Listen, pocket. I don't care so, if the Knicks you know. go undefeated in this tournament. If they win, if they have a second-round exit in the real playoffs in May yeah, or no June. no one cares about the playing. Yeah, right. You're not playing. I, the I don't ever want to see a banner up. I'll say this. If they put up no, a banner in the garden. No, they're not going to do that. NBA in-season no. tournament, I'm never stepping foot in the building again. I don't I don't think they're going to do that. I think that, I, listen, say what you want I, about well, James. Say think, what you want about think James. Think about Dolan. the way these teams act. Yeah. Uh, the Colts I, have a, you know, we got our asses handed to us in a playoff game by the Patriots <laughs> a banner up there. You know, Mets have wild card berth. Look, we made the playoffs in 2016. We didn't score a run. Don't you want to pat us on the back? Yeah, I guess. So, Stranger so whoever things wins that tournament this year, they're going to celebrate it. They're going to acknowledge it. The players are going to act like it's a real accomplishment. It's not. 
All right, well, there you go. Fleegs is fired up about the uh, the in-season tournament. It's just it's strange to me, but I guess we'll find out a little bit more about the specifics coming up uh, Saturday uh, out there in Las Vegas. Right now, I've got to step aside, come back a couple of minutes to wrap it up before Sal and Jerry take over with the morning show in for Boomer and Geo. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, just a couple minutes left here as Al, or not Al, Jerry and Sal, rather, have both entered the studio. So, Jerry, to my left here, when I came in this morning at about 3.45 or so, and I always like to come into the studio and get logged into the computer here, get my headphones set up, get my little uh, microphone condom set up here and turned on, open up a uh, Google page so I'm all set to go. Uh, I opened the uh, the Google Chrome browser here, Oh, I here, think Jerry. I know where this is going because yeah. I think it's going to tie in directly <laughs> to a story Jerry told about an open Google search okay. on the podcast last yeah. night. Oh, is that I right, see or now. I figured oh. this was just what was left over from you did it with Gal with our good buddy Gal. Yeah. Right. So here it was. Near uh, one in ten men have curved penis syndrome, yeah. but suffer in silence. <laughs> and I said, right. oh. Okay, so because I don't have to listen to the to the five of us here. There's now. five people over at CBS out, Sports Radio. Me. Well, just <laughs> even the five here. One Who here. has the curved penis? It was one in ten. So out of the five of us, we could be clear, oh, but that means either Bilotti or Morash or Bogish or Jacalone. Someone's got a penis that's going the wrong way. <laughs> now curved. one curved penis, and then at least four bald heads out of the ten. Because I don't know who the tenth person is. This could be a curve in any direction, or. Yeah, listen. I think I, now I, we know it's CeeLo. I like, read the article verbatim. I did not uh, inject any opinion. Too embarrassed to seek help? Yeah, if you re- it's actually uh, a horrific uh, issue, as you can imagine, as you read on. And it's something that's very painful and oh, happens okay. more so in your 50s. Hello. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so we shall see. This is a so real, I mean, it changes so over time. It hasn't always been curved. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not something. It's something that happens usually during injuries, um, during sex. Oh boy, Sal's got another thing now. He's going to be worried about as he goes yeah. through life. <laughs> yeah, still out. I've been married for seven years with a newborn. It's still out. You ain't in your fifties. You got time. The average age is fifty-seven, if I remember the All article. All right, so I shouldn't be laughing. About it ties this. into no. a really saying. good old fan story that Jerry told about finding an open computer yeah. and Google search back in the Astoria days. So go get, listen to yesterday's post game podcast. Oh, I'm not sure I know about that. Look at no, that tease. I got to listen to that now. Probably before you, I would think. All right. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I was. Uh, when did you start? Spring of 2007. Yeah, before you. All right. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.